Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that's that it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon. Dot com slash pen pals. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep, keep in touch, touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Hold it longer. You're right. What? It's pals. Is it pals? Yes. It has to be. The debate Thank is you. always: is it the song at the the end of the song? That song, uh, written and performed and recorded by my uh, friend, our friend, our family mm-hmm. member, Patrick Keenan, of the Winter Sounds. We could just ask him. Why did he write pin pal or pin pals? 
but we just leave it. We leave right. it out there. And also, just so saw you had a him friend. You New had Orleans. a friend record this for you, yeah. a family member, and then you sing over it. You had a professional from a band. Pro- a professional from yeah. a band. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. We actually have people write us in going, "Can you guys tone it down? <laughs> can you guys not ask the yeah. guest who's We've, never watched your but podcast?" But I will say, anyone who writes us a letter that says, "Can you guys not sing it so we can hear it?" Is there any other bigger motivator to go? Oh well, not uh, not only will we now sing it louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah We'll yeah, definitely yeah. make an effort to not sing For it well. Sure. I'd yeah. rather lose a listener than yeah. listen to that person. And we've done it. I'm like, that's fine. Log yeah. off, bro. And they might be gone. We might have lost them. We're not good at the business of this podcast. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. yeah, I just no. saw him in uh, in New Orleans, uh, and uh, he's doing great. He is. Yeah, good. I'm glad he's here. Um, hey, so our guest. We used to think that and people are sick of us saying this too. We used to think it just said on your phone. And then we realized for some formats and some apps, it doesn't say who the guest is. So we went long times without ever saying who the third voice was because we assumed they knew. Wait a minute. You're getting me in my head because... You like, don't say the guest? Uh, yeah, you don't say the guest for a while. Like, you assume that <laughs> yeah. they know who it is. Like, oh, you, Yo, you, you think they clicked on it. Yeah, like, obviously, oh, it's right this episode is right. about banking. You know, <laughs> like, you read the subject. Like, you read all the show notes. You know, Squarespace is involved. Like, no, you haven't. You're and, just listening to this while you do the dishes and yes. barely give a fuck. Yes. Right. <laughs> and we'll take it. Right? We'll take it. I'll take however you get the, the voice, play. The voice you hear is longtime friend of both of ours. Uh, my favorite stand-up comic who won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and very funny comedian, actor, podcaster, Mr. John Gabris. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. People Rory are applauding. DB- People yes. in their cars applauding. People are mm-hmm. dropping their dishes, oh, taking shit. their gloves off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm done <laughs> with the errands. They're going like, oh, okay, let's jump to another episode. Yeah, they're quickly lighting a cigarette and <laughs> just sitting all. down in their like kitchen to like this listen. This one I should really pay attention to. <laughs> Have you done his show, High and Mighty? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We what talked was your golf. Gosh, oh, of course so we talked golf. Of course we talked so golf. So was ours, and I still get hit up about ours. Yes. I just had someone this week say, Daniel, what is the exact phrasing you say when... I get so many follow-ups. Like, what was it that Dan <laughs> said you're supposed to say to the people? I'm yes. like, this is so specific. It's when, you, when you check in at the hotel... You just put the 20 down when they ask for your ID and you put the 20 on the counter. You do, don't do it smarmy and use car salesman and you just go, if you have any upgrades available, I would love to take care of you. And it always works. And Are you wh- sure? Yes. Worst case yes. scenario, I'm gonna try you eat twenty dollars. They're dude. gonna take the twenty and go, we actually don't. Other <laughs> give you back a five at least. We got <laughs> sorry. But, right. I, but in my head I'm like, all right, not bad. I only lost fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get a, as much of an upgrade. We got a bit of an upgrade when we stayed at the Cosmo. But other than that time, the three times prior that I went, they gave me the corner wraparound suite at the Cosmo. You've had that room, oh, right? I love that room. It, it feels oh, like too much room. Like you're like I, don't, I barely use a third of the room. But, I'm on the balcony smoking joints and yeah. jerking off in one of the two. <laughs> on the balcony? You jerk yes. off on the balcony? Yes. I would. That's Vegas, baby. <laughs> That's what you do. Smoke a dube, jerk off, <laughs> leap off, kill yourself because you lost all your money and can't face your family. But it's yeah. one of those Reincarnate. Rooms. It's your life again. You start over. You're back there. That jizz in the napkin becomes you. You're now part cloth napkin. It's impossible. It's to one get. of those rooms that you're like, I think we should invite people in here. Like, it's too. That's it's how like, I always feel. I'm like, because I'm like, I gotta get people up here. I'm like, I'm a 41 year old married man. <laughs> You're just walking through the lobby. You want a party of I didn't we'll... know they were sex workers. They were just willing <laughs> to take the elevator to my room. And I don't think they were working. We all just hung out. <laughs> Rory, we'll be, you, we'll go, we'll be in that room someday, and you'll go. This? Why don't we just move here? Yeah. It is. 
it, it's a it's, it was supposed to be a condo. They were all supposed to be condos. If I could like get my comp situation and my gambling under control, I could probably live there for less than I pay for my WeHo apartment. <laughs> now, are you in Vegas all the time? Is that uh, like pretty we, frequently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's, that was like, our that was our topic. Frequently? We didn't actually say that when I did High and Mighty. That was the topic. We was, talked Vegas. Was Vegas? But what's what's frequently? I'd like uh, it, it used to be like around once a month. Now it's probably like once every two months. It's the second I get another gig, it's yeah. back up to once a yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, and do you just like, like I, I'm asking because I know Daniel also appreciates Vegas, and I, I'm I'm saying appreciate, even though maybe it's more than that. Sure. Yeah. I don't care for it really. At like I. I liked going with uh, with a friend, and I liked that we had drinks and we got like a nice dinner, and we and we, we hit the spa, and we hit the spa. But like, if someone said, "What did you enjoy?" I would go, you know, if I had to pick my favorite parts, it was that Same dinner. Uh, I loved having dinner, and, and I loved Daniel, going to the spa. You can eat dinner with Daniel almost anywhere, yeah, and I could do that anywhere. <laughs> right. and well, you loved, we loved when we, <laughs> we loved when we walked into the ski lodge. Oh, and I love that. I yes. love like going to like the the kitschy kind of secret bar, secret yeah. bar that yeah, was yeah. there, but. But my question is like, when you're going, is is it just like you love the gambling, or you just, do you love all of it? Like, what are you, what is getting you excited? I I'm a big gambler, yeah. mm -hmm. but I've learned to help people who aren't gamblers. Learn, like, I got my wife who hates gambling yeah. to love Vegas yeah. because you just it really does have almost anything you want. So if you find like you could. Probably have a fucking insane golf weekend there. To oh, yeah. It has whatever 100%. speed. That's why I tell people whatever speed you want it. That's what it is. Now, there are a million ways you would go and maybe hate it, but there is a way for you that you would love it. I used to go and not even eat person. at a restaurant or anything, like just save yeah. all my money exclusively for the tables in like the skeeziest way. Yeah. I've developed a little bit where I'm like, I might as well have at least one nice meal this weekend in case yeah. I leave Vegas. Go, how was it? And be like, mostly just $1,900 in the garbage. You were the person that taught me the phrase, I didn't bring $2,000 to Vegas to lose $400. Exactly. I, don't, I didn't you, come here to lose 500 bucks. Right. I, I, came I, came here, I didn't come here to win 500 I came here to either lose it all or win a lot. Yeah. And have you had times where you've won a lot where you really hit it big? Before we go, you just teed up what I wanted to do. Tell the story. 3 a.m., you and your wife at the table. She wants to leave. She You're playing Let It Ride, correct? Oh, wow, God, DVK, Jesus Christ. I, I have a well, he's drug free. He's, this guy's brain is, he's yeah, a detective. No. So are you. Sarge. No, I'm more of an intern. <laughs> no, you're a Sarge and you know it. A okay. Sarge, you didn't drop that undercover act. We know who you are. I'm a shitty undercover sergeant. <laughs> I'm an intern. All right, All right I'm pal. an intern. How old are you? Well, have you ever Ooh. seen Robert De Niro in The Intern? <laughs> we are uh, playing a game called Let It Ride, which is three bets. The machine that shuffles the cards breaks. My wife is going, it's three in the morning. She's like, we have to go upstairs. And I'm like, I don't, like, I have a little bit of money left. She's like, one more hand. And the machine breaks. Mm -hmm. So this one more hand is going to take like 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah. you said one more hand. And so as soon as it's one more hand, I just look at the money I have and I put it all out there in three bets. So it's like $110, $110, 100, $330. I get dealt three kings which is a guaranteed win of at least two to one odds across yeah. that so i'm already like shit i just won uh six hundred dollars and the yeah. way let it ride works you get three bets you can pull them back if you get so, shitty cards, so if you, you get shitty cards you kind of pull the other two back if you start out with a win you're gonna leave them out there yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. a no-brainer for any uh, sure. uh yes. let it ride fans so he gets there. three kings He's, he's they're staying out no matter what he's guaranteed yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm, and there's a little bonus thing you get an extra 25 dollars because it's three of a kind and it, but if she flips over another king, I'm gonna get super rich. She flips over a two, and I'm like, oh fuck! Well, I still got three kings. And I'm like, to my, to my, to my turn to my wife. I'm like, said this was the last hand. I won six hundred dollars. Then she flips over another two, 
bumping my hand up to a full house, which pays eleven to one oh on three hundred and thirty dollars. Oh my and god! And I was like, and I wish I could be a, a grown up about it, but the whole walk up, I'm like, and you didn't even want me to get. You told me I was done. Like, I was so like, what? The it, one time I was right, I won like thirty six hundred dollars. Oh on my, my god! On the very last yeah. hand, being the last all. hand is ideal because I'm a child, so I walked away with all. The next day, I said, okay. Here's $2,000, Tiff, to my wife. And I'm like, this $1,600, I'm allowed to lose today. She's yeah. like, could you have a different attitude about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, allowed to lose I'm it. finally allowed to lose a lot of And money. I'm going to go throw this into the garbage after I light it on fire. I Man, love you. That just made me want to go again. Of <laughs> just, course. I Let's go right winning. now. Let's just go. Dude, do not find My schedule is uncomfortably open. Let's Wait, go. What's your game? Is it? What are you I play a craps a lot, and then... Craps is my favorite. Yeah. Craps, craps is my favorite because of the camaraderie. Most for people sure. are in the That's same That's what side. I meant. That's mm -hmm. what I meant. Except for one six-foot-five guy in a black leather jacket who bets yeah. the don't pass because you know you're yeah. afraid he's... And he doesn't break eye contact when he does it because he wants someone to say something. Mm -hmm. Those guys who are like literal <laughs> instigators. It's yeah. like, yes, I know there's a UFC fight in town. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are the worst weekends to go if you're a soft, like, uh, beta like myself. You don't want to yeah. You don't want to be there when it's UFC weekend. It's yeah. too much creatine on <laughs> yeah. the floor. I love it. Should <laughs> we do it? Let's do it. Let's go to the ladders! We also have a sound that plays there that we talk over. Oh, you gotta. Okay. People are here for that. It's shit. also Patrick Keenan. I think it's you. <laughs> I think it's you. Um, which one am I We're doing this? Okay. Um, so these are letters from the audience. Pen pals, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm reading. Uh, and I'm reading. Here we go. Yeah. Ready? Mm hmm. Dear Daniel and Rory. They get it. They get it. They know the names. Yeah. They're fans. Well, they need the order. It's not right. Okay. Today is April 11th, 2023, and Brag. I just recently found your podcast. I started at the beginning, and I've been listening nonstop all day, every day, while at work for the past three weeks, and I feel like I just found my new best friends. I'm a Marine recon sniper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways. So be, so be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> today, <laughs> today I made it to the episodes that originally aired around October, November 2019, and I must say that my heart is breaking for you two. I hear discussions of your upcoming tour and how, quote, 2020 is going to be our year. You're <laughs> We're also discussing whether or not you should attend a pen pal's wedding in, quote, April 2020 and how you're, quote, free that weekend. And you are going to, quote, also do a show while you're there. Oh, my dear sweet boys, I am here for you and I will help you get through what it is to, what is to come. We'll do this together. We Which did. I got to say, like, you do look back and you're obviously on the other side of it now. But it is like, oh, we little did we know the nightmare that right. the world would I become. was going to Vegas for March Madness to tie in two previous stories. Right then. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I didn't cancel until the NCAA did. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I stayed you on wait. for a little too long. You wait long. to see what they do. We do. We operate on their rules. Now on to my question, which has nothing to do with any of that. For some deeply baffling reason, the algorithms on the various apps I use to keep showing me posts about the following disturbing topic against my will and despite all my best efforts to avoid said topic. The topic is men apparently not wiping slash cleaning their assholes properly. Okay. I saw a TikTok about a woman who jokingly texted her boyfriend asking him if he washes his asshole while in the shower. His response? I'm sure it gets clean. I saw a Reddit post 
by a woman saying that she just started to do her husband's laundry for the first time now that she is a stay-at-home mom, and she has discovered that he has shit stains in all his boxers, meaning that he doesn't properly wipe his ass. We'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. And his shitty boxers have been dispersing poop particles all over their washing machine and and clothes for God knows how Okay, okay. She, she read a lot of social media posts. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we'll maybe come back to two of those. What in the Christ is going on here? I don't know about you two, but when I wipe my butt, I will wipe until I see red, as well, long as I don't see brown. That's Also, this is an interesting family. You might have cancer. What are you? That's true. What are your thoughts on you this? Are men not taught to wash, wash, wipe their buttholes properly, or do they not care? Is this one of those things that has always happened, but we're not? We're just now talking about it, or is this a new cultural phenomenon? Is it possible that they don't know anything is wrong? Do you think it's true that seven out of ten men have enough residual poop on their assholes to leave a mark on their exam table, or is this more of an eighty twenty situation? Is there a world where people see shit stains in their underwear and think, "Yeah, that's fine"? Please mm. help me understand. Sincerely, your pen pal, Ellie. <laughs> P.S. I hope you Joel guys. Sa- P.S. Joel says hi. Yeah. P.S. I hope you guys read this. Uh, I hope you guys read this on show. But since I'm currently a penny and committed to becoming a power, I won't hear it until I catch up through four years of episodes. So, so until then, I wish you well. What a weird uh, time capsule of yeah. a goodbye there. Oh, also, wow. I thought we had agreed to save this letter for Amy Mann. But um, we're doing it with that's Amy. right. And we decided. <laughs> well, to be at you. you, you not to. This is my wheelhouse. This yeah. is. Uh, I'm the, sort of a. Uh, I'm this. They call me the Scat Man. In the we didn't. Scene. We didn't come across this for nothing. We didn't go. Oh, this. Oh, this will never work. John won't know what to talk about here. If I'm being honest, this kind of letter makes me want to become like a men's rights guy, like yeah. a meninist. I'm like, dudes know how to wipe their ass. It's fucking a handful yeah. of. Ass. Is that a real term, meninist? I probably. Oh, I, I want that. I've, to be. Yeah, I've heard I'm it. a meninist <laughs> because it. You can't tell if I'd it's be like, like Mennonite male. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what it makes me think of. I'm a Mennonite. I'm really into men's rights. Right. No, no, no. I think no, that no, no. You're no, like okay. that's, half, that's take it. That's kind of half Amish. It's what you are. Like you're you're cool with like strollers. You hear Mennonist and you you don't immediately think that it's also feminist. You're like Mennonist. You're like, is that a religion? Is that yeah? Is that an occupation? Right. Is that what you do? I had to see my Mennonist this week. Right. Yeah. I'm losing it. Yeah. <laughs> so many rashes. This so many asshole rashes. <laughs> do, okay. I'll tell you what. Go ahead. This woman is excluding gay men. Oh, why? Why? Because yeah, I think maybe a couple of hetero dudes don't uh, take care of their. But sure. In my uh, in my yes. light experience of having uh, gay male friends, yeah, they take care of their assholes. Sure, you have to. It's I, a part of the fun. I, I it's <laughs> part of the fun. I think there are. I think you're just going to get people uh, in all... It's, this is one of those things that people wanted to be very cut and dry. It's like, look, there are some people out there that don't fucking understand how to fucking clean their body and have proper hygiene. Right. And then there are people that do. I I couldn't tell you why shit stains get left in underwear. That I don't know that problem. it's specifically because they're not wiping enough. Some people fucking fart and shit comes out of their their yeah. ass. How often? Me every time I fart. <laughs> <laughs> only sharks. Rory only sharks. I Scoville. only shart when I fart. So I, the, the word fart is actually useless to me. It's a I misnomer for what I do. <laughs> yeah, but it's not what I do. Everything it's not I what do I'm is a to. fecal sneeze. I am in- <laughs> I'm into sharding only. Yeah, I I think 
It's yeah. your diet. If yeah. you're having that, it's your diet. No, you're I, not. You're not getting a. Uh, not trying to be graphic. You're not getting go a good. No, you're not getting graphic. a good cut on your drop. A good cut on your drop. You need to work on your turd cutter. I'm not gonna lie. That's not that, even it's your graphic diet. at all. It's, it's almost actually to with, too clean. I want it to be. That has it. to do with your diet. First of all, if yeah. you're getting a lot of seepage, and every time you walk seepage. back, you know, like when I fell out of the tree, and my mom kept pushing the washcloth up to my face that I ripped half off. And every time she came away, it was more and more blood. If that's happening, uh, hopefully not blood, but if that's happening with your fecal matter every time you're doing this, that you're just not get. it's just, you're you're having some sort of, you're not, you're not pushing out well enough, you're not getting a good cut, and you, eventually you're not getting you, you a just, good cut. You've just resigned yourself. I can't. I think people back, are a I can't little back lazy. Up. Like, I like hearing it, but I cannot mentally picture, I can't back up. You're not getting a good cut. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it seems dirtier. <laughs> have you ever heard like Have you ever heard like a real old dude refer to a butt as a turd cutter? Yes, one hundred percent. Check out the turd cutter on this I, one. For, yes, I, was, <laughs> like, I, was, I like a woman's ass, but I'm trying to eliminate the reminder of poop Davis, uh, from I was the butt. In a, I was in a Hooters in Rockford, Illinois, the first time I heard that. By the term. way, about seventy percent of your stories start with that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Ugh. And I was like, "What?" Yeah, I've and heard- my friend said it, and I and yeah. I I was appalled. I was like, "That is the worst way to say great ass." <laughs> you have to. No, be, it's so it's like so it's, it's like literally you dirty. It. It's yeah. you're literally appreciating dirty. something you hate. Like you're sounding like you hate. Yeah, I you do construction for one summer in Brooklyn, and you learn, learn turd cutter. Everything. You learn. You we got to move this in RCH to the right. Yeah. Uh, are you guys familiar with that? Too? No. Mm-hmm. R- it's got to move in RCH. It's the smallest form of measurement in, in contracting, and RCH stands for red cunt hair. Yep. Wow. Which also is popularized by Sopranos. Oh, is it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> a cunt, I'm a cunt hair away from getting this fucking RCH. Yeah. <laughs> the smallest yeah. form of measurement. It has to yeah. be red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's finer than the rest. <laughs> uh, I, we could say how many, how many so many fucking Reddit posts are the person's canceled. like, I'm doing my husband's laundry now, and the underwear is clean. Like, of course, like the Reddit post right. is going to be about finding a skin. Oh, that's yes. an yeah, interesting yeah. point. Right. It's a self-selecting kind of. If you're uh, hearing about a person's personal experience on social media media it's always a win if a, you're hearing about a person bitching about somebody else's i bitching i'm saying talking about somebody else's experience it's always a loss yeah. can i read so, one of the things that she did say because this one just I, this one's hard okay <laughs> this one's really hard okay I, 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 I honestly i don't even know if i believe it is this the shower I, I saw another reddit post by a woman asking for advice on how to tell her husband that she keeps finding his shit on their handheld shower nozzle because apparently he's using it like a bidet, and there's splashback that covers it in little chunks. Rory, Rory, Rory. He then hangs it back up, and she sees the chunks when she goes in there to take a shower. So I guess this guy's at least trying, but we're still no, he's we're not. still not quite there yet. No, this he's guy disrespectful. is he's absurd. This is absurd. No, I that think- you just have so much shit in your fucking ass crack that you're showering, and it's not only cleaning out the area, but it's so so much so that it's fucking getting onto the shower nozzle this is what and, I'm saying. and remaining there. And also, this guy is then putting that shower nozzle back and it's there. I, I want to get out in front of this. This has nothing to do with uh, with a gender. This has to do with just fucking gross, insanity. Gross like because here's what's happening. Grossness. My best, I'm, w- I'm with you. That my I best guess is... Especially that one. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. example right He's there. going straight from the toilet. 
with a fully frosted cake. Yes, he's not doing even <laughs> one, you were trying one to call, plow. You were trying to call me off a pitch, and then you're going to throw a fully what? frosted cake? Well, what he, I was reading, and you're like, Rory, call that Get out. Well, because that's been <laughs> you're so throwing frosted cake out doing chocolate German chocolate. Yes. Great yeah, cake. My uh, favorite Chunks cake. of frosting. This He's, goes against the laws of, of hydrodynamics. That's just not how, like, you can't you. put a nozzle Thank up your you. ass and then dry particles or I, wet particles land on the shelf. They would I don't fall believe on, it. This is all fucking I don't fit. either. Yeah. I don't believe it. By the way, you should be thankful that your partner or person is at least doing that in the shower. If they just got up from yeah, like, and they were true. like, I'm use your loofah. If you're, if your partner's doing that, what is their etiquette at a restaurant? They're what is horrible, their etiquette at the dinner table? Who, what do they watch on TV? Mm-hmm. What's their music? Mm-hmm. When they want to go to a movie, what kind of movie is it? Yep. What restaurants? Yep. What is happening horrible. in there across the board? They're what do they do their for toenails a living? In public. They're I'm horrible. so self-conscious about having shit in my ass. Like it's like I own a <laughs> yes. I own a bidet. Yes, I have yes. a Same. I have a stack of baby wipes as emergency. I have yes. uh, I t- I take showers. Yep. I try to get all my poops done before my first shower yes. of the day. I'm doing my everything in my power. And then here's I, something. I, I'll, uh, and that's not for weather. anyone's benefit, but your own. But your I own. I cannot you, live with an itchy ass. <laughs> exactly. Gold bond. You gold bond. That takes care of a lot of just the perspiration throughout the day. Yes, you don't day. get the slime feeling. Yes. Yeah. And I'll t- care I'll, about yourself. Dude, and here's not a Not me. I like to get in the shower you start and throwing shit. It I like to take throwing. shit. I shit on the handles through the water so when my wife goes in, she has to touch my shit. I put my <laughs> wife's loofah in my ass, leave just the handle out, pull it out like at a beads, yeah. blow everything. Like, people are fucking disgusting. <laughs> Here's, this is insane. Here's a habit my dad taught. I'm one of three boys, so yeah. we were kind of like feral monsters growing up. Yeah, so my yeah, dad yeah. had to do some extra, like, here's like how to be a more of a human. Yeah. And one thing we do that I didn't know was weird until I moved in with my now wife is I wipe my ass after the shower with toilet paper, even if I know I'm clean. Great That's how I dry. I'll get my towel in there, yeah, 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 for but sure. then I'll go one more where I'm like, this one's gonna be like a fucking mm-hmm. bottom scraper. This yeah. one's going in. <laughs> this one's going in. I'm gonna like reach with my finger more than I should. I'm aiming for the Good. G spot. And I, I do that. And so now when my wife's like brushing her teeth because we have to go somewhere at the same time, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. turn, turn. turn. She has to turn her head away. I put my one leg up and I'm like, do that. So do you, do, do, this is great. This is great, John. So are you saying that you use the restroom while your wife is in there? We have a uh, we have one shower. Okay. So I don't use the toy. Like I'll pee if she's in the shower, but I won't shit while she's showering. We have a one and a half bath right, now and it's saved No further questions, No, no, no. Keep going down no, the road, No, no further questions. No, keep going do you shit while your wife's in the shower did or we, vice versa? Dude, we, my wife will be just fucking brushing her teeth and I'll just be sitting there shitting oh and we're having God, a full Rory. conversation. <laughs> that is... That's goals, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. No, it is not. Thank no, you. I, I can Thank never. He's right. No, actually, I do have more questions. What did, what did you say? Other <laughs> goals? You're back on board. Your Honor, if I could. Actually, I, I want to recall if the I, witness back If I could cross myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep him up here for one more round. Yeah. No, I think he's uh, got some really good a, points. I think he's got some really That might be like a sign of what kind of shit you're taking. Like you're a healthy man. You're not like... Your wife's eyes aren't tearing while she brushes her teeth. No, and shit. we're doing fine. Yeah, mine is like poison. I think because <laughs> like I have like a gluten allergy that I refuse to cop to. Poison. You're on record. You will never live anywhere. I mean, now you've passed it. 
but the goal for where you lived is was two bathrooms. You need Fine to have with two one toilets. shower, but yeah. you have to have two toilets. We lived in Brooklyn together with one toilet, and that it was, was your goal when you moved here. And when we moved here, I'm like, we can't have less than two toilets. It's and, true. It's, and having a yeah. second toilet sa- like saved our marriage. Yeah. Just because I like, I like would have to like piss in the sink sometimes, you know, like oh, while well, like okay, yeah, okay. The doors okay. Like, all right. Well, what? <laughs> here we, I are, here we are ripping up old well, shower nozzle guy. One summer construction, you're pissing into a pool drain. Wait, this are going back to the three feral brothers. One time, my mom heard us all talking in the bathroom, and she. She's like, what the hell is going on? Open the door. And my brother was pissing in the toilet. My other brother was pissing in the bathtub. And I was pissing into the sink all at the same time. <laughs> you guys synced up? <laughs> synced up. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it till all three of us are ready. We used to, that used to be the thing, like, I'm in here on the shitter. It's like, well, I have to pee. It's like, well, use the shower. Yeah. And you go past the guy on the toilet Gabriel. and close the curtain like it's another stall. Yeah, like and it just is. aim for the it's drain of VIP Gabriel, this. Is what, you tell stories. That, why? Do stand up. Yeah. I know. I'm trying now. Now I, that I'm improv is lie. dead, and now that it's hard to find seven people dead. who you like. Yeah. <laughs> Says the guy doing one of the most popular improv shows in all of LA. <laughs> yeah, you should. I don't think I knew that you didn't. I think I try, and then I always, you know, I think, here's the thing, this is too much for this podcast, but I, like, am such a fan of it that I feel like everything I do is near my I went through the same favorites. thing. Yeah. I went through the same thing. Just go Just suck. Le- yeah. You have enough equity that people like you and trust that you are funny. You won't have that part of, like, why the fuck is they doing this? You're What you are going to have, and I'm being honest with you, is people going, when he figures this out, like, <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. when you get your voice and you figure it out to, to real life you for a second, I'm, I'm dead serious. Rory, yeah. Rory's kind of inspirational in this way for Ugh. me. I'm sorry to say. No, let him finish. No. Yeah. I, I like to I'll recall him. Back it. to the stand. More. We have a couple more. I know we just finished but lunch, only, but. but he only goes, because when he, if he's pooping next to his body, <laughs> yeah. like, no, 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 no. Oh, we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> my, my issue is, like, I, I get a little bored trying to make something better. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. coming back up and being like, doing yeah. so, so, like, a lot of the you know wild stuff you do is like i find inspiration where i'm like what yeah. exactly is my version of stand-up if i hate honing something maybe there's a version i do where i don't have to you hone would it. if you went up and you were if you decided to not hone and not even have anything and just go up and do five minutes of talking you would in that be like oh that i did right. say a thing that's funny and mm-hmm. then you would note in your head to be like, be like oh, i could say that again and then yes. you look and at then it like you a learn cracker how barrel. to sell it yeah where it's like that's what i'm saying it does seem like you're just it would become it a cracker right. barrel puzzle to you and you'd be like how can i yeah. what where and then it'll be its oh, own yeah. thing or you'll always have parts we both have parts in our hours that are like i don't this is always different every time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um that's a okay i don't even like stand-up here we go <laughs> we both, we both we're all trying to get Why out do stand up when you can read strangers letters <laughs> exactly that's what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to do do you think this is in our world of the straight men that we've known and also let's not limit to it could be there's some, uh there's some gay guys that might not care about their ass what uh do you think this is a real issue no. Or is this just a social media, you've seen it 10 times, so you think it's everywhere? All right, if we're going to break it down by gender, I bet you it's more of an issue amongst men than it is amongst women, because men a are a touch disgusting. percent. And we have exterior genitals. I would say we're more genitals. I'd yeah. say we're more of it than a touch. Listen, hold on. I have to ask you before you say, because I was going to go to you anyway. Do, this is, might be the Hold on. Before I feel like we should just hear what she's about to say off of what he just said. What were you about to say? I was going to say, I don't think it's a one-to-one about... Yeah, like I think women are better at wiping their asses maybe, but I think the equivalent is like 
women who wipe back to front versus front to back. Well, they're Ooh. morons, right? But yeah. I'm saying it's the same amount of women out there who do that right. that there are men who don't. This is That's my like d- plowing snow into your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> this is my we'll dumb right question. To these messages. <laughs> this is my dumb question. Into it. And you know what's great you say about that? I was going down the same road because I was going to say, is it similar? Somebody who has a snowblower, right? They'll do the driveway, and then they'll probably do the sidewalk too. But if you don't have a snowblower, you just kind of make sure you can get your car in and out. And that's about as far as you go. The reason I'm asking that is, do you think because of, this is where I might get real dumb, the pH balance of I have already an area down there that I, I need to keep Delicate. I know, right? I need to like, own here, be mindful of that you just, the the butt falls into the same category of like, well, I'm already tending. I'm already snow blowing the driveway, so I'll do the fucking sidewalk too. Whereas men can, if they're idiots, can just kind of deny everything happening down right, there. Right, right. Whereas I don't think women can. Am I dumb? I don't think you're dumb. Okay. I think that women have to be. I would like to, to answer after mm- this. <laughs> Women We're actually going to adjourn. We're going to adjourn after she's done. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lawyer that does this. <laughs> Fine. Friday watch crew, you'll get that. Women have to be more intentional about how yeah. they handle stuff down there. Yeah. So, the balance. Yes. So the balance. I do, so I think that you're right. Okay. I don't. I don't know that I. You go can't so far hear as to talk pH, pH balance without thinking secret. 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 I worked. That, there's no way. Strong yeah. enough for a man. One of my job pH responsibilities when I worked at Hofstra as a lifeguard at the swim center was in charge. Oh, of the- hold on. Was, well, that's it, guys. I don't know what market right now. John Gamers mentioned being a lifeguard. Yeah, we made I, it about <laughs> 25 minutes in. Yeah, that's. I mentioned having brothers, being a shit freak, and a lifeguard. All I need to say one more time is that. 307 pounds, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's about the five greatest hits from me. No, not at all. Part up, of sorry. my job was to check the pH balance of the pool and oh, the chlorine. And yeah. I would, oh, I could not, I'd be like, 7.6 for her. And like my <laughs> boss would be like, okay. I'd be like, <laughs> John, one of these days I'm going to fire you yeah. the moment anyone else qualifies. Hey, walks in here. John, why don't you try honing that joke? <laughs> not for me, Lieutenant. It'll be a whole new bit. Tomorrow. I'm a make em ups kind of guy. <laughs> I'd rather riff. Okay, get back to the deep end. You got it. So I, I don't. Th- I, I think this is a thing that happens. Like you said, it's probably way more prevalent in men than it is women. But I, I don't. I'd be surprised if any male friend that I'm super close with is just totally shit in their pants every day. Yeah. I, I, I just. You'd be concerned for them. Yeah. Yes. I also, and I've said it here, I don't, I don't wear underwear, so it's, I'm even more concerned about always being clean. My dad there. didn't wear underwear, and I always Make thought that was switch. crazy. Yeah. It's wonderful. It is crazy. I, to it's me, it's shut cr- up. And it's because wonderful. It's, you it's guys crazy. are all held back. I'm not worried about skid marks. What are I'm worried we held about swamp bombs? Everything, yeah. you're just too tight. You're bound up. You're like a Victorian woman. What do you think I'm wearing? What's that? And I mean, just today, I happen to be wearing I, I know Victorian female underwear, but that's not, that just happened to be. I have bloomers on tonight. <laughs> but Obviously. Yeah, but that's just today. Right now, if you made me guess, you're yeah. wearing, uh, you like to go with a, probably about, a, I think it's like a five to seven inch inch. So you're not going very long, but it's blue briefs. They're not blue. But they're briefs. You're a brief guy. No, they're boxer briefs. Trunks, but they're, if you will. If you're saying a five-inch inseam, that's that can't be a brief. Is. That can't be a brief. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Boxer inch, brief. Yeah. 
But your boxer brief is yeah. the leg, the leg part. But yeah, the that's short well, here's, here's my issue. Is Why that, do you I think need I'm that other layer to, there? I think I'm going to switch back to just briefs. I'm a I'm a fan of briefs. I'm in like the short oh, trunks saying, mode yeah. right now. Yeah. I may switch to briefs. Part of my issue is, and I, this is a gross thing, but let's we're in the we're no, in the we're, world. We're in the yeah. thing. Yeah. Do it. I'm 41 years old. I'm on I'm on blood pressure medication. Okay. I'm urgency pissing a lot. What you say? I think it's all gross. <laughs> and I'm starting to be like, oh, that kind of hit. Rory's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, Rory, really? And I, <laughs> I, I, I end on, and I always have shit in my underwear. <laughs> like, after this whole thing. <laughs> but I'm always like, you know, you get a little drippage sometimes in a rush, and that's my big fear. Yeah. Like, I'd rather let yeah. that be. Front the, end? Yeah, the front end. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, yeah. this is what we're about. Straight blood out of his ass. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. A little bit of drippage. A little bit of drippage. It's fun to go into the underwear. Like, because sometimes I'll rock like sweatpants around the house of with course. no underwear. Daniel, he doesn't care. And then you mm-hmm. shake and then you pull them up and then your wife looks yeah. at you and you're like, oh, I have one dot of piss or something. You know there. what's so funny about drippage? Quick story Sasquatch Festival back when they used to do it, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait was on it. And I don't remember why. I mean, everyone was like so young, and he pointed out how he wasn't that young, and he's doing stand up. He's kind of getting back into like just his normal voice doing mm-hmm. stand up, not mm-hmm. his character. Yeah. And for some reason, he takes his pants off. And it was like, I don't know if someone yelled it out, but he decided just, all right, fuck, I'll do whatever. He takes his pants off. He's got on boxers, and he has, like, a little tiny piss circle. <laughs> and he looks down, and he goes, ha, ha, I got a piss circle. He goes, ah, what are you going to do? I'm an old guy. <laughs> Great. And, everyone, and, and immediately everyone goes, yeah, I guess that, that is what happens. And then he goes, I'm the only one who here who's ever open for Nirvana. He's like, so fucking never forget that. That's awesome. But I have never forgotten the confidence of being like, oh, what, I got a little piss? Ah, there it that is. Undo. Me. He didn't yeah. care. Yeah. That's awesome. It that made me awesome. stronger somehow. Um, all right. We got to get out of here. Uh, Ellie. Uh, get a bidet. Ely. Men, get a bidet. Trust me. Get a bidet. Me. It's good also, for the environment. Also, everyone just get a bidet. It's good for the environment. It also feels amazing. It's awesome. I keep my shit on ice cold and yes. I bless my I asshole. I go warm. I go oh, warm. I like the yeah. cold. It feels yeah. like if I could get it cold, mentholated water on my ass, I'd lose my wow. mind. <laughs> you might be able to do that. <laughs> Put a couple of drops of spearmint in there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, John really does it up when he takes shits. Um, Ellie, this is uh, this is great uh, and wildly disgusting, but that's what this you know show can be. We have we're no limits. I will oh, no limits. Really, really quick, she did say her own husband says I think it just gets cleaned down there, and he's wrong. And I, and I would say he's wrong. Yeah, he yeah, is wrong. You he, he is absolutely yeah, wrong. There. And also, if someone says it gets clean, I still would be like, nah, I'm still going to make sure right. everything's been put away. Right. Uh, well, but, Ellie is listening to this episode post I, the water wars. Yeah, Yes, yes. So, so this she is might... four years. <laughs> yeah. This is four years ago sure. we responded to this. So um, we're yeah. sorry about uh, being drafted or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sorry, what happened? <laughs> sorry that, that that's what the world became. Um, but it's run by guys who don't clean their assholes. So uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel, Daniel Van Kirk, and John Gabris.
You know this part of the show. Yep. Uh, plugs and hugs. Mm-hmm. We all say I something like we like We've about each other. We've never said that before. Yeah, I've said it every time. <laughs> I try to make you think that. No, we do it every time. Damn, damn. Yeah. He's got to compliment me. Remember? He, he wasn't the in the email. Listen, it wasn't in the email that he has to come up with compliments for us? Yeah. We compliment. Kid, we all hug. It's very intimate. It's very vulnerable. The kid at the fancy dinner at the house. We never sit in here. We sit in yes, here. Yes, we do. Every Sunday. No, we don't. We never eat vegetables. Christmas Ma- is not coming for you if right. you don't. Button Can't even up. see the TV. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you uh, if you are so inclined and interested, I am currently on my tour. Go to RoyScovel.com and please uh, check out what cities I'm going to be to be in. And if uh, if I'm not in yours and you see that maybe friends would want to come to this, do me the biggest favor and just tell people. To, to come to stuff. Tell people to listen to this show. The best thing you can do uh, for our careers is word of mouth. And, you know, only do that if you if you like it. And that's the only reason you would. Mm-hmm. But if you do like it and you're like, oh, people should check out this comic. People should check out this show. Fucking tell people. It goes so much further than you can possibly uh, imagine. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, physical season three will be out at some point. I'll update everyone. Are you selling merch? We got merch after so, the shows, like, hats and t-shirts. People can say hey to you, and specifically our pen pals could hand you letters? People can hand us letters. I'm not necessarily out there. I have okay. a tour manager that's selling sure. the merch, but okay. letters can be passed off, and one was passed off recently. So, oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. For me, let's see. Every other Monday, I have Pet- Petit Fours. That is my show with Irene, too. That's at the Cat Crawl. Every other Monday, This the next one will probably be on the 8th. Of May, go to DanielVanKirk.com for that, and then uh, I will be announcing some dates. Not a full-on run tour, but some stuff this summer. So keep an eye out for it. Listen, I forgot anything. Okay, cool. DanielVanKirk.com at DanielVanKirk. I will take this time. Listen. Grawlix this weekend. Oh, this weekend is the Grawlix. I'm headlining in Denver. So get those tickets. Come out. Say hi. Also, don't forget you can always send us your letters at thepenpalspod at gmail.com or Send us your snail mail. We love a good envelope stationary argument. Care of the Pen Pals Podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Sweet C, number 121, Los Angeles, California. 90027. John Gabris. What's up, fam? It's me. <laughs> it's me, Johnny G. <laughs> the middle pal today. Uh, you just uh, had a show drop on I last j- Friday, right? Yeah, I just did a 420 show. It's still up for live stream right now and maybe for another day or two. Uh, unfortunately for Ellie, it's been down for four years, <laughs> so I want to apologize. Right. Uh, also, I have my podcast. I have a podcast called uh, Action Boys. That's a Patreon, actionboys.biz. Uh, get over there. It's three hour discussions of classic action movies. It is Love not that. for everyone. So I understand. <laughs> and, and then my other podcast uh, is called High and Mighty. And uh, if you're uh, listening to the Pen Pals, you might appreciate checking out the DVK episode or the Rory episode. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. I love that out. show. Thank you, man. It's yeah. so good. I've really found a niche of making a little bit of money doing almost nothing. Besides, I just say, hey, American talk to right me there. about whatever you want to talk about, and I'll listen. Yeah. And I'll say, Athletic Greens is delicious, and we all make <laughs> 40 bucks. <laughs> Should we go? Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Letter. Second letter. Dear Rory and Daniel. Oh, how the tables have turned. Close strong. Always close strong. Who cares how you open? Do you think there's something wrong about showing Disney movies to kids? Yes. You guys, we wish you well. Sincerely. Oh, sorry. The main characters often begin as princes or princesses and achieve their goals with the help of working class characters such as candlesticks, teapots, dwarves, etc., 
These movies also teach us that anything wrong in life will be resolved, unlike older original fairy tales, often in which horrible things happen. It is an it is it an overstatement to say these could be damaging to young minds? Let me know. Best, Jojo. We do that for 20 minutes. Okay. You just leave. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, oh, the second half of the show is different. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was in a natural wonder store. Wow. I mean, they did sound good. Very harmonious. Yeah. Um, I, unless someone has wants to jump in, I want to jump into the simplest that I, I do think it's an overstatement that these could be damaging young minds. And sure. I'm, not, I'm not black and white about it. Right. I do think that is a little bit of an overstatement. If I could... Just the reference here of, you know, working class characters, candlesticks, teapots, it's specifically those examples. Right. The, those working class characters are also helping a working class uh, character. You know, Belle, right. Right. Belle yeah. lived with her dad, and it right. wasn't like they were rolling in fucking dough. Right. <laughs> Granted, she was able to get up at a decent hour in the morning and sing her way to the library or whatever the fuck <laughs> she was, the bookstore. But... She wasn't like uh, a bona fide, just outright sure. uh, princess that was rolling in you know, right. money. Also, Cinderella as well. Like there, th- that's what I mean. And you could come up with somewhere you go, oh, that Snow one White. actually is right. towards oh, the argument. Oh, Bambi's mom died. That's brutal. So and so's mom died. That's brutal. Yeah. I feel like this person <laughs> yes. is maybe testing out the stand-up material of like, <laughs> well, you think this is a good premise? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got a few yeah. line of follow-ups. Maybe yeah. you guys say them, and then I'll do it here in yeah. Chattanooga. Yeah, or give me some beats on this. <laughs> yeah, I do believe there probably is some conflict that if we if we really broke it down and and had someone in here who really like an early education specialist this, might tell yeah. you. That it's not. And also somebody who's like, oh, I did research on this specific topic. They might point out so many things that maybe we aren't going to just think of off the dome right sure. out of the gate. Right. But I do, I'm do. i sure some of it is like it's cartoons and it's fantasy. And so a lot of it creates a false narrative of how things actually operate and are. But I would like to think – and I'm not some pro-Disney person. Hack. I'm Yeah, I'm not like hardcore Disney or right. defending Disney. I just mean in the world of storytelling, I believe that a lot of what Pixar has done, and I think a lot of like the more the the newer Disney movies for the most part do a pretty decent job of trying to convey more diversity. I think they try to convey bigger lessons that do come mm-hmm. with some drama. I mean, my daughter has watched plenty of movies that she is crying during and it's a cartoon like there is weight wasn't still there once there. where she asked you why she was crying um, a movie and you were like because you're sad you care about these people yeah there's right she's like i was crying and i don't know why it was like a few years ago i was like i think it's because you're a good person yeah, that's yeah. A, uh, but i know no that's not the truth <laughs> she's a monster i have a i have a <laughs> i have a friend who's got a kid and who say he'll say things like that like every once in a while i just do like a, is my kid a monster check it's like <laughs> You can have all the candy in the world if two kids from your school you don't know died today. <laughs> Whoa. He's like, that would make me sad, Dad. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Good news. Yeah. Yeah. Sociopath We're okay. check. Yeah. We're okay. Also, he's helping a future therapist make so much money know, yeah. off these weird quizzes. I just felt like I can't have all this candy because yeah. somebody's going to die. Daniel, how come this dad's would you rathers are better than yours? <laughs> can I? They're darker. Can I say also... Uh, I don't think it would be an overstatement to say it would be damaging to young kids if you had them see animated movies where it was just real fucked up at the end. Always. Like, where it's always a hard yeah, lesson. They told this kind. movie yeah. be- because it feels good at the end. And I think that 
at least modernly, I, I, I feel like some movies don't end with everybody's happy and everything's great, but they end with realizing that maybe what you didn't know you were looking for or the way things ended up, there's happiness in that. I, the I, treasure I, is the friends along the I way. I think of, kind of Coco, yeah. like I think of yeah. Coco as something like yeah. that, where it's, it's the, there is still loss. There is still like processing. There is yes. still grief and it's, but it's finding that like, well, that's part of life and everything's going to be okay. Or certainly inside, right? We're yes. like, no, you need sadness to yeah. be able to uh, feel the opposite of that, which is super happy and, yeah. and have longing for things. That's how you knew they mattered. And that's why this is a big deal to move yeah. away. And th I think that that's like, uh, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think there's maybe an element of like more traditional Disney eighties, nineties. It seems like is kind of being referenced here, but I, I gotta say, I don't know too many where you've got like like i can only think of like sleeping beauty where you go oh these working class characters help but also What's, those were fairies that yeah. lived in a forest i think the sleeping beauty issue is like a dude stumbles upon a woman asleep and kisses her yeah right? like that's right. like the bad lesson right that, that like, would be my yeah, big takeaway yeah so there's an example where you go okay maybe that's not, like that's some it creates some weird image and there's a lot of disney movies that do that where it's like oh you're this female character well what you'll need is this brave man to come and like do something mm -hmm. I, and this I guy's think, not gonna want to fuck you unless you've got legs <laughs> yeah, Ariel. but i think storytelling <laughs> and ariel yeah. is a princess with working class helpers yeah and i, I yeah. think storytelling in general is uh I, I think it's it's gotten smarter to realize like oh yeah these things have to be adjusted and pointed out yeah. and like more honest and real and it's also led to better uh storytelling and again i'm not like this big pixar disney movie but like but, about, like arguably at this point zooming out to like, kids programming in general i think They're kids like, programming in general i would say be, I, I think there's far worse stuff that just shows up as new tv shows on netflix or whatever uh, oh, that, I, that I, you could easily argue is like oh this is way more damaging than anything disney i want to get on my uh, old man soapbox mm, here okay. and, like i grew up watching exclusively like pro fascistic like materials like I'm a nine-year-old kid who hates internal affairs. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck is that about? Yeah. Let him do his job. You know, like, why don't like, like I was watching. This is this is what you you say you say that on stage. You're uh, that's getting such a massive laugh because people are going, yeah, why? Yeah, I was why, so why I had so affairs? many concerns about why are we like, watching the government's got to get out of the Navy SEALs way <laughs> yeah. so they could just do extrajudicial killings. Dude, this like, is <laughs> all bit. This works. I, I will tell you now. This works right out. The game. Yeah. Okay, thank I you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, like the thing, but I, I also uh, there was a movie you just mentioned, Rory, affairs. and then I know. Oh, what was the movie you just said? Oh no, I was going to say something like Hansel and Gretel. Let's look at the context we're talking about right now in a, in a world where uh, things like uh, diversity and and um, you know uh, this goes a little bit farther back, but certainly like Mulan, more, a little bit more recently, Brave, where we are having uh, a female lead who's the strong and powerful person. Yeah, but. So that's sort of of the time, right? And and thankfully for it. But you look at something like Hansel and Gretel, where these kids go off into the woods, find a witch, uh, get cooked and eaten, right? Do you know... In the time... Have you read the, like, Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, it's super fucked up. The stepmom wants to get rid of the kids because they don't have enough money to eat. Right. That's what motivates... But but also of that time... <laughs> fucked up. 
opposite. Man, porn has really evolved the view on stepmoms. Really changed. They really yeah. and really won them over. They, they really had kids. the anti Hanseling girl. Yeah. They're like, come on, we're better than that. Because now there's no when you, it, I would say in the 80s and 90s, stepmother, you would hear the f- phrase "evil stepmother." Yes. Oh, now yeah. in 2023, yeah. you hear stepmother stuck under the coffee table. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. But I, I mean, help. But, and she could also still be evil. <laughs> right, yeah, if you don't know. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, not yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not what we're here for. We know for. she's face down ass up. We're not, we're not here <laughs> for that. Yeah. We're not here for evil or good. But I think the te- of the time, the telling of those stories and the medium for how th- messages and, and things could be conveyed, as parents were pr- primarily working in agriculture and in the fields and stuff like that, you didn't want your kids wandering off into the fucking woods. Yeah. So yeah. it was cautionary tales. It's a stranger danger parable. Yes. More or and, less. And it's, yeah. and it's so they told these stories because there certainly wasn't any fucking radio or movies or anything like that to convey messages to keep their kids alive. Now, some of them could also be everybody's always loved horror on some level. And, and I'm sure some of those play into it as well. But it's a it's of the time, I think, of you need to do this because we need to scare you away from possibly losing you because yes. you you are very much on your own, right? Yes. I mean, even our generation at, at youth, we were more on our own than the kids are today. For yes. sure. And, yeah, and yeah. so I think some of those things are just, uh, is it correct to say a derivative of that or derived yeah. of that? Yeah, derived but, from that. Yeah. Uh, I would say I think the kind of genre of shit that's fucking up people and young people more than ever is like these uh, toxic alcoholic friend shows like the housewives, the Vanderpumps like that. I feel like there's going to be a generation of people who thrive in drama or believe that they need to thrive in drama. And I see it a little bit with some of the younger people, like, you know, now you're in your forties working on sets with people in their mid twenties or whatever. And you feel like they're like, and my friend, had a party and it's like the the thing that they're explaining is like oh my you i turn into my dad i'm like there's starving kids in africa and this is like what you're fucking talking like i just become an old man i'm like this is what your drama is my my father died when i was 30 like that shit is sad and they're like describing it's like and karen said and and it's not I'm, I'm making it sound like it's female specific. It, it crosses. Oh, I'm thinking of it crosses young gender. men. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought you were talking. The, about. And well, young men get it like their content. They get it from like podcasts about beef. Like it's yeah, like right. beefing with people is like a way to get clout or whatever. Oh, it's I said like, to one of my nephews who was like telling me a whole thing, and I go, it, it somehow uh-huh. reverted to me saying like, "What would I do?" And I'd be like, "I probably just stop hanging out with that person." And they were like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I wondered. It's funny because it's like. Uh, is our generation more just like, oh, I'm done with you? Well, Whereas, our generation like, in also the drama had, thing. It's kind of like, oh, you, it's all drama. And be like, yeah, you, you know, you could always just go home. Our yeah. generation yeah, had yeah. punching in the face. Yeah, I don't think the younger generations <laughs> have getting punched in the face anymore, really. Because yeah. and it's which they is shouldn't. Got, which That's is better. Right. It's I'm for the better. Yeah, as though I know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's for the better that kids. <laughs> but I feel like growing up, you'd be like. I don't want to make a big deal out of this because I could get punched in the face. Right. <laughs> or like, yeah. this person's being insane. I should punch them in the face. Yes. Like, I, I mean, I, that's toxic. That's incorrect. 100%. But that was the world I grew up in where yeah. you couldn't be like, how could you not invite me? Blah. It would just eventually be wrestling. You I know, can't, what I mean? well, I, th- those kind of shows, I can't understand anyone's attraction to them. And I know they're obviously wildly, wildly popular, successful yeah. and people really love watching them. But I can't understand the actual attraction of wanting to like watch human beings be in what we do now know is like heavily like orchestrated oh, and yes. fabricated drama yes. to go oh that's what i like 
watching where it's not storytelling and it's and there's nothing that's a that's like redeeming about it someone doesn't step up to be like the bigger person it's always like people having to be shitty towards other people and like and the, rewarded the for it arguably. and rewarded for yeah. it yeah. and like wanting oh look she doesn't put up with anybody's shit and she's mean to everybody and this guy fucking tries to fight everybody and like they're, that, the they're my idols yeah <laughs> i look up to them. i can't understand why people find that entertaining and they don't realize how like what that's doing to their fucking brain like it's i, I think i hate that that is stimulus for some here. people and i'll say i have terrible taste in television so i'm not like on a high horse of like i'm watching exclusively dad tv like Anything that has like military or cop Bosch, sure. I'm watching all the garbage. You want internal affairs yeah. out of the way? <laughs> uh, yeah, get them out. Of here. I said to my wife the other day, she was watching Vanderpump. I'm like, we're both children of alcoholics, mm -hmm. and I was like, how could you watch a show where people get drunk and yell at each other? It's so triggering to me. It's like, right. was my entire childhood was because if I was on any of these shows, I would always be like. This is how I got into comedy. Was like, right. hey, Uncle Jimmy, aren't I actually cute and yeah, funny? Look and there's over no here. need look for you to here. be screaming at yeah. my dad right, right. now. You know? yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So like watching these shows just trigger me so hard, and I feel bad for a generation of people who are just watching what was a childhood Trauma. that I've been paying a fortune to get over. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, and it's, it's very astute. And I, as it a really person, took it to me because I'm like, she doesn't even because I've seen my family and alcoholics in my life. I've seen them fight. When there is just not like when you're like, what are you actually fighting about? You yeah, just yeah. have anger and you're like heavy bagging your your partner, you know, yeah. without like mentally. Yeah. And then you watch these shows and it's like, I'm still pissed about the lack of this at the at the bar mitzvah or whatever. You're yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Let it go. And then you realize they're getting fucking sauced constantly. Yes. They're being fo force fed booze because it loosens them up and makes them get crazier. Yeah. Yes. This shit stresses me out so much. And they're much. like, I'm on a TV show. So you get their motivation right? to want to do it. But they're like, getting money. To they're getting want deals. to like yeah. watch that. The things that people decide are what deserves their attention. And and to your point too, it's not like someone could easily go, well, Rory, you like stupid shit too. And I would go, sure. But at no point is any of it coming from this toxic place of just fucking meaningless sludge that mm -hmm. I go, oh, I watched that. I was, oh, you watch a lot of golf. Yeah, a sport. I watch people playing a sport. No one's out there throwing punches <laughs> or yelling at each other. I Yet. couldn't imagine wanting to, to watch that you know like, and then also, i don't even necessarily like watching that when it's written in a show no i, I, I like succession gets hard <laughs> yeah. i'm like all right this is one of the best shows on television and it's beautifully written beautifully well, acted you know beautifully directed funny? but i hate watching families fight it's, you know what's funny though you say that gabrus i episode three of succession just came out and i wonder they did such an immaculate job we were all three we were all three people who have dealt with major losses in our life of family members and things like that we uh parents and parental figures that I, as while I was watching how deftly and feelingly correctly they handled the process of realizing somebody has died, I wonder if there was an episode of Jersey Shore or or Vanderpump Rules that that was that real with it that someone has died. Would it alienate? the average viewer because it's too real because in it not in defense of those things but as a person who i watched the first couple seasons of jersey shore i've watched multiple seasons of vanderpump not for like four years and i wonder one what made me go i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to watch this anymore but i would say that for a lot of people i think with the, your standard nine to five life it's some sort of escapism i i you didn't need to see this as much for me it was very interesting 
to on a human level as people who as comedians we're constantly processing the why of someone doing something and what motivated them to do that and, and that, that's funny but like w somebody who spends a summer on the shore what are those kids like they're no longer kids but what are those kids like day to day what do they do and i found that to be very interesting people i would never live with the vanderpump i found very interesting because they moved here with the exact same goal i moved with to work and profit from living in la and being in the entertainment world and they are almost in a completely different universe than i am with the same goal and it, it, it was fascinating to me yeah but obviously at some time it wore out its welcome for me and i wonder if the idea that it's interesting or the idea that it's escapism, if it ever was really like those scenes from Succession in episode three, would people go, I can't, I don't want, this is too, I don't want this. Yeah. And for you, that that is what it is when you're like, I don't want that. I don't want somebody drunken screaming at somebody yeah. for a fight they don't need to yeah. be in. I worked at restaurants already. I don't need to see what Tom Tom situation <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Right. I agree It's with not you. for me. Yeah. I also think there's probably, like we're learning it now too, but even just like who we give who we give power and fame to retroactively learning that they're absolute monsters. Yes. But I feel like even removing the Hollywood element of it. And it's just like, everyone is trying to get famous and that's the only end goal. It's yes. not like, I want to be a really good actor. And I guess if I get famous, that's part of it. I want to write amazing movies. And I guess if I get famous, that sucks, but mm -hmm. that's part of it. Yes. I feel like people are aiming straight for fame and, and like you could just see it extrapolated out. Like Here's here's a, a test theory that I've been running with. Love the real world. The first season has like a I crust punk learning to like un live with a gay man who has HIV. Well, that's yeah. second season, San Francisco. Oh, so, so, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, second season. And as as we go on, we eventually get to a group shower in the Las Vegas scene, and yeah. that rates through the roof, and everyone's like. Fuck it. They're in Cancun the next yeah, season. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. no longer sociological at all. Experiment, and it's just like yeah. hot people with low morals. Get them all in a room mm -hmm. and let's film the drama. Let's slap Irene. Yes. Let's like do yeah, like yeah, yeah. more slap. Like Irene being slapped was like, holy shit, game changer understanding. And yes. now it's like people are getting slapped 11 times a season yes. of anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we've jumped this weird thing to where it's now like spectacle only. And you see that on social media and mm -hmm. you see like everything is like videos of drunk people. Like it, 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 it stresses me out a little bit that we enjoy this. You know, like we like, oh, this person is famous from being on I Love New York or hip hop, all these shows. And then it's like they have a criminal record. This guy killed himself. This guy attacks someone in the bar. You know, it's like. We're just giving, so, we're just throwing gasoline of fame yes. on small sparks of yes. uh, bad people. And the, yeah, because there's no integrity to like any of it as like, and, and none of that is like art anyways. But right, like, right, there's yeah. no, it's literally people going, oh, I could do this. This could be what I do with my life. I could get famous doing this thing. And then this, I'm in this world of doing this thing. And they I don't could be have famous like, for being against this thing. Yeah. Like you can yeah. get famous for hating something. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's like wrong. It's I just agree. bizarre. It's the, the bizarre, the output is no longer like something of like creativity. And, and now just the output is just like rage. It's like this rage <laughs> output and people yeah. like want to watch it. It's Either be raged crazy. or elicit rage are like the two best ways to like rise right. in popularity. And I feel like we're, that's, we're rewarding some, uh, so yeah, so the teapot is blue collar. Yeah. I guess they end it that way. They also do work in a castle. I mean, <laughs> right. it's like blue collar, but like a nice blue collar. <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's anything wrong with showing Disney movies to kids. I think it's just about learning the lesson that's there. The last thing I'll say, and it's one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, and I, I love where it goes. I love where it starts. I love the journey, and I, I especially to the point of this letter, love how it ends, and that's the Fox and the Hound. 
and you see two com- two animals. Uh, the allegory is people from completely different walks of life who, without instillment of any sort of hate or prejudice or anything, love each other and become friends. And then their lives take them apart. And then they believe they're supposed to be enemies, or one of the characters does. And then when shit hits the fan they find that commonality of love and in the end of the movie Spoiler they realize alert. they both still are going to live completely different lives and no longer be in each other's lives but kind of respect the love that they had for each other and that to me doesn't describe anything that's in this letter and i love fox and the hound and i think that that there is those messages without it being like, good thing all of you peasants helped me. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that isn't always there. So, yeah, yeah. And, and as your kid gets a little older, if you want to upgrade them from Disney to Misiaki movies, like I think that's a place mm-hmm. where you get into, they're a little darker animation, sometimes a little scarier sure. at times, but also I have all pure messages about the oh, okay. environment and about love and yeah. about family. Love stuff. Those are, love those are good. There's a new one coming out, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the English dubs use, uh, and the English dubs of those movies always have like famous actors, like Billy Crudup is the leader, oh, the yeah. lead of Princess yeah. Mononoke, which is one of my uh, JoJo, thanks for sending this in. We we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Van Scovel, Johnny G. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of the Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming penpals news. But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 